0: Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: We got to jump right into this one because there's a lot to this one. Oh, okay. Does the name Nicholas Cruz ring a bell to you? Yeah.
1: School shooter, right?
0: Yep. School shooter. Yep. So this is not one that meets the criteria for like the suspended sentence, but there's a lot to it that that I want to talk about.
1: Yeah, I think that we've kind of we talked about this the other day. We're kind of if it fits something that's important to talk about, we're going to cover
0: it. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm more so not that I'm not interested in what happened because it is interesting, but there's a lot of elements to this, to this case that's like, the fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to not cuss on here. Oh okay, so let's start with Nicholas Cruz was born September 24th, 1998. He was born in Florida. He was adopted at birth by Linda and Roger Cruz. Both of his adopted parents die later. Roger died in 2004 and Linda died in 2017. This is important because Linda died three months before the school shooting. Okay, so, but when she died, she left Cruz orphaned at the age of 19. So since she died, he didn't have anywhere to go. He lived with her, he was still in school. He had nowhere to go. He was living with friends, relatives, whoever, just pretty much couch surfing, okay? Um, He was enrolled in a GED program, and he was employed at a local Dollar Tree. He was a member of the Junior Reserve Officers Training Corps and had received multiple awards, including Academic Achievement Awards, and he was also a member of his school's varsity air rifle team. Three months after after his mother's death, like I said, on February 14th, Valentine's Day in 2018, 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz opened fire on students and staff at the Jory Stone Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, murdering 17 people and injuring 17 others. He left the scene on foot just with the other students. Just walked out.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, with with, with everybody else. He was arrested without incident an hour later in nearby Coral Springs. There is video of him... At a McDonald's sitting down with one of the victim's brothers. What? Yeah, he just walked out. The school was not secured. It didn't go into lockdown until they resolved the issue. Like he just walked out. Yeah. Fantastic. It is the deadliest mass shooting at a high school in United Oh my gosh, in United States history. Cruz Cruz had behavioral issues since preschool. Like he, this kid was on the radar from the very, very beginning, ignored, completely ignored. All of these signs were completely ignored. He was transferred between schools six times in three years in an effort to deal with his problems, but he was literally just pushed from place to place and nothing was ever resolved. Nothing was ever handled. They just can't handle him, put him somewhere else, can't handle him, put him somewhere else, can't handle him, put him somewhere else. He was just moved around. He was eventually transferred to a school for children with emotional or learning disabilities. There, reports were made that he made threats against other students. He was expelled from Stoneman Douglas High School in 2017 for disciplinary reasons. The school administration had circulated an email to teachers, even warning them that Cruz had made threats against other students. The school banned him from wearing backpacks on campus.
1: So, huge red flags.
0: Huge red flags. Everywhere, red flags. But school systems can't completely kick kids out because it's a law, right? That you have to provide an education to to students. So um, he was transferred to an alternative learning program. Psychiatrists recommended an involuntary admission of Cruz to a residential facility treatment starting in 2013. The Florida Department of Children and Families investigated him in September of 2016 for Snapchat posts in which he cut both of his arms and said said that he planned to buy a gun. At this time, a school resource officer suggested that he undergo involuntary psychic examination under the provisions of the Baker's Act. Two guidance counselors agreed, but a mental institution did not. Really? Yes. State investigators reported that he had depression, autism, and ADHD with defiance. In their assessments, they concluded that he was, quote, At low risk of harming others.
1: That doesn't add up. None of that adds
0: up. No. Process that for a minute. (laughs) He previously received mental health treatment, but he had not received treatment in the year leading up to the shooting. Boward County Sheriff. (coughs) Oh my gosh. Bless your little blood pumper. (laughs) Thank you. Um Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel described Cruz's Cruise, online profiles and accounts as quote very, very disturbing they contain They contain pictures and posts of him with variety of weapons, including long knives, shotguns, pistols, and a BB gun. The sheriff said that his officer or his office received just from two thousand eight to two thousand seventeen at least forty five calls in reference to either him or his brother to to their home. 45 calls. But he's low risk. But he's low risk.
1: That makes sense. Okay.
0: On February 5th, 2016, the calls included an anonymous tip that Cruz had threatened to shoot up the school, a tip on November 30th that he might be a school shooter in the making, and that he collected knives and guns. On September 23rd, 2016, a peer counselor notified the school resource officer of his suicide attempt and intent to buy a gun, and the school indicated that they would do a threat assessment. In September September 2016, three people, a deputy sheriff who worked as a resource officer at Stoneman Douglas and two of the school counselors stated that Cruz should be committed for a mental evaluation. September 24th, 2017, a person with the username Nicholas Cruz posted a comment on YouTube, on a YouTube video that read, quote, I'm going to be a professional school shooter, unquote. The person who uploaded that video reported that to the FBI, but the FBI did nothing. It was not followed up on.
1: So I see a million different issues here. A million. It gets, it. it, it I mean. So plenty of opportunities for him to be involuntarily held and more than likely this not have happened.
0: Oh, this should not have happened. They knew that this was going to happen. They knew. January 5th, 2018, less than two months before the school shooting, the FBI, the FBI, receives a tip on its public access line from a person who is close to him. According to the statement, the caller provided information about Cruz's gun ownership, desire to kill people, erratic behavior and disturbing social media posts, as well as the potential of him conducting a school shooting. After concluding, after conducting the, in the investigation, the FBI said that the tip line did not follow protocol call when the information was, and the information was not provided to the Miami field office. So the,
1: I feel like even if you don't believe that it's going to happen, you have a responsibility to report it to all involved absolutely like if the fbi receives that it should at least shoot an email to
0: the but they did nothing (laughs) that's insane they did nothing so clearly like you have all of these all of these different um things you know the press knows so the public knows the public is outraged they are completely outraged that like they knew that this was going to happen we know that these things are predictable this kid from the very very beginning is high risk and on the radar. You guys, we know, we know, we have the stats and we have the research that verifies who are high risk for offending. We know these things. Millions and millions of dollars of our tax paying money goes to making sure that we can identify The people who could potentially be a harm to society. We know these things, Samantha. Well, that's like,
1: I mean, the FBI put in all of that for profiling. That's why in what, the 80s, that was like this huge push for Right,
0: right. And the fact that all of these things are happening and then psychiatrists are saying he's low risk. Let me explain this to you.
1: Yeah, please, because that makes zero sense. You'd think it would be the other way around.
0: The door revolves and psychiatrists and mental health professionals, especially during the COVID era, we were so overworked and we had so many people that you know ego gets in the way. <clears throat> we run them in and out and we don't spend the appropriate amount of time that we need to with the people that we're working with. And shit like this gets missed and people die. Yeah. This was predictable. We knew that this was gonna happen. So, afterwards, obviously, like I said, people are completely pissed. The entire state of Florida is like, this happened on our turf, we are pissed, right? The Broward County Sheriff's Office, just them, they received huge criticism for the handling of of the evidence that they had, obviously, and justifiably, right? 100%. Both for not following up on the multiple warnings about crews but the lengthy um, record of his, of his threatening behavior, I mean, they, 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 they caused, hmm, I don't wanna say this wrong because this is a very, very sensitive situation. School shootings are a big deal. Um, their reaction to, to the sheriff's office non-reaction led to the resignation of several police officers who 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 responded to the scene the sheriff resigned i mean obviously right the school resource officer okay school resource officers are there to protect the school right right the school resource officer when he was outside and he heard shots inside he didn't go in yeah i know that he didn't go in and then they evacuated the school before they had this shooter And he can say, well, we thought that he was in there, but that's not the way that shit goes. That's not the way that protocol is. You don't let anybody exit until the scene is secure. Right. You lock that shit down. So
1: you know who you're dealing with. You know what's going on. You you have surveillance
0: cameras. You have have a perimeter of officers. And the cop didn't even go in. Now, he was charged, and he was found guilty for that, obviously, but... But does it does that matter to the families who lost their kids? No. I and I ah uh, anyway in two thousand or yeah two thousand twenty one, the families of the victims were awarded a twenty five million dollars settlement from the Brower Broward County School District after a civil lawsuit was filed by the families of the fifty two victims, alleging that the school district's negligence was to blame. Later. I mean it was announced that they got like 125 to 130 million dollar settlement right, um, with so. the federal government. So the school district paid out 25 million, the FBI paid out 25 125 million due to the FBI's inaction. In October October 2021, Cruz pled guilty to all of the charges and apologized for his crimes. The prosecution sought the death penalty for him um, and a four-month death penalty trial was expected to commence in January 2022 after suffering many delays due to Mm -hmm. COVID-19. The trial commenced on July 18th and October 13th, 2022. A jury unanimously agreed that Cruz was eligible for the death penalty, but they deadlocked on whether it should be imposed, resulting in a recommendation of sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole for him. So that's what his sentence was in November. Mm -hmm. Now, Florida law, this is interesting. And we talked about this a little bit when it comes to Idaho. Florida law requires the court not to deviate from a jury's recommendation. But again, and we talk about this, social responsibility and how we have a say in the way that things go. And if you get enough people, i.e. voters, together to do things we can implement great change.
1: Yeah. Great
0: change. So in March, the Florida legislature passed a bill titled the Majority Stoneman Douglas High School Public Safety Act. It That's raised quite the long name. Yeah, it raised all of these things that I'm about to talk talk about are 100% in response to this shooting.
1: Okay?
0: And I'm going to and I'm going to say this, this predictable clear neon sign shooting
1: yeah he might as well have just been walking around with a
0: sign on his back that said about to shoot i'm about to shoot up the school absolutely and i do not want to take away from what happened but the rest of this i'm i'm a little worked up about okay but i think that it's great that the public is is implementing change but there's some things in here that really does not sit well with me in this new law yeah, in the multiple laws that are changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so in response to this, they passed this act, and it raises the minimum age for buying rifles to 21, from 18 to 21. Because he was 19, he went and bought his own gun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they raise the age to 21, and establishing a waiting period and background checks, um, provided a program to the arming of some school employees, and of hiring school police, they banned bump stocks and barred some potentially violent or mentally unhealthy people from buying guns. Let's just talk about that for a minute. Okay.
1: I feel like we go back to our conversation about women killers here and maybe we just make it wait, maybe we wait,
0: make men wait to buy guns until their brains were developed. (laughs) No, here's here's I this is a twofold issue with me because I work in the mental health field. First of all, mental health records are sealed and are supposed to be private and confidential. This is one of the biggest reasons that people are hesitant in seeing therapists and counselors because they are afraid that if they go and they tell people things that other people are going to find out that there's going to be a violation of their privacy. Right. So how in the hell are they going to find out that people have a mental health diagnosis?
1: Unless it's reported over, unless the therapist is
0: reporting. Unless there's going to be some sort of database where everybody who has... He didn't have, I mean, he didn't have significant mental health diagnoses. Anxiety, depression, ADHD with defiance. That's most of America. That is most of America. So are we going to say that the... 40 million people in America who suffer from anxiety, and I don't know that that number is right. I'm just throwing out a number. Are we going to say that all the people who suffer from anxiety are now prohibited from buying a firearm? Is that what we're saying? Florida. Because I work in the mental health field. I have significant anxiety. I have panic attacks. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that I shouldn't be able to own a firearm?
1: According to Florida law, no.
0: And let's preface this with, (laughs) you and I have different stances on guns. I... Love guns.
1: I don't dislike guns. Guns just kind of scare me. But, I mean, I'll say this. My husband and I own firearms. But I think that there's a difference between being a responsible gun owner and an irresponsible gun owner. Sure. I believe that, I think that, honestly, you made this a rule. You, like, your kids have to get, um... What's it called? Like your Hunter's hunter safety, safety before they mm-hmm. can even do anything. Most of the people out there don't do take any form of training courses. They just think that I don't like, know.
0: I don't think that that's
1: true. I, I think
0: that most people do. I think that this I is the exception to think the in room. Wyoming, not in like California. But you don't know that. I'm, but you don't know that. When you look at gangs and stuff, no. Sure. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Do you think those people have registered guns? Well, that's the thing too. And that's
1: the big argument on like the whole gun law thing is I don't think taking guns away from people that are legally obtaining them is the right move because all that means is now we're buying guns illegally. If people want guns, they're going to get guns. Right. That's the end of like, that's, that's that. We're just going to get them from a more dangerous, <laughs> they're going to come in from Mexico, they're going to come in from putting bans on it is, you know, this is a
0: cliche thing to say, but, like, you're taking guns from the good guys. Just in this case, this was not the gun that killed those people. This was a mentally unstable, disturbed human being. Mm -hmm. It was not the gun who killed these people. It was the means. It wasn't the problem. I mean, I agree with that. So it gets worse. It gets worse here. It doesn't get worse. They implemented a lot of change. They I mean, people found their voice and they did what American voters should do. Like we ought, we determine what the laws are. Mm-hmm. The government works for us, we not the other way around. So they they did what I wish that people would do, getting more involved in and implementing change. I just think that the focus is wrong. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I'm saying. The
1: only thing I'll also say too is coming back to the whole like taking guns from the good guys. There was, when I lived in Texas, a um, shooting at a church that was a block up the road from where I lived. Um, Sunday morning, everybody's at church, gunman comes in, fires off the first round in Texas concealed carry. Yeah. Everyone's packing heat in Texas. Nobody was killed in that except the gunman. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of issues like that. And if you want to talk about just in the state of Wyoming, why we don't have guns and the violence that other places do, it's because if you shoot at somebody in Wyoming, there is probably a 99% chance that we've got a firearm too and we're shooting back. And we know how to shoot.
1: And how many school shootings are in Wyoming?
0: Well, there have been. There have been a couple, but... Like I can think just
1: from my time in Wyoming, I think of one, and it was he killed a stepdad.
0: You know when it I wasn't was, like a mass when I shooting. was in school, and we're not talking about the dark ages. We make jokes a lot about how old I am, but I'm I'm 46. When I was in school, when I was in high school, this is no shit. We all had guns, rifles in the back window in gun racks of our pickup trucks. Oh, it was
1: like that when I was in high school too.
0: And there wasn't school shootings there wasn't and we didn't lock our vehicles and we didn't you know because there was that element of respect because it wasn't this big taboo thing well and if somebody messed with your
1: stuff you're gonna
0: get your ass beat you're not gonna get shot you know right. what i mean like no and we would we could fight you know you could if you had beef with somebody you could call them out and you'd go meet at the you know behind the football field and well yeah my husband's favorite story when we lived in texas
1: was to tell people he took a shop class and was building a gun cabinet and he was needed it to fit a shotgun and he was like i don't know i don't remember how long my shotgun is and our the wood shop teacher said we'll just go to my truck and grab mine and he walked through the school with the shotgun with the shotgun nobody freaks out no, nobody he measured hasn't... it
0: went and put the gun back in the teacher's truck and that was that right like... absolutely okay so there's more that happens here on the day the parkman bill was signed into law the NRA sued challenging Um, the ban on gun sales to people from 18 to 21. The US District Court for the Northern District of Florida upheld the constitutionality of the law and dismissed the NRA suit in June of 2021. On February 20th, Trump directs the Department of Justice to issue regulation to ban bump stocks. On March 23rd, the Stop School Violence Act was signed into law as part of the, um, the Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2018. That increases funding for mental detectors, security training, and similar safety features in schools. Lawmakers make it clear that it was a response 100% to that shooting and to the public outcry. So this was 100% done because, because of the public and because of, it's what they wanted. Right. Following the shooting, people boycotted gun rights, advocacy groups, including the National Rifle Association and its business affiliates. Many companies responded to the shooting by changing some of their business dealings and practices. Calls for companies to, serve, to sever their ties with the NRA were heated and several companies terminated their business relationships with the NRA. This pisses me off. Another gun sell, major gun sellers, such as Dick's, Walmart, and Fred Myers voluntarily raises the age requirement on gun purchases from 18 to 21 the NRA challenged the new um, requirement in court, and other businesses like Bank of America and Citibank ended their dealings with gun manufacturers and, vend- and vendors. I'm just saying if we're going to start raising loss to 21,
1: that's fine, dandy, whatever, do what you're going to do. It's like you can't buy cigarettes are 21 anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, then... You should. If that's the case, then stop sending eighteen-year-olds to fight for our country. How right. can you go fight for our country when you can't own a gun on your own soil? But that's a gonna, great. Point. But they're gonna put a gun in your hand and tell you to send you off to war.
0: That's okay. Well, then you can't enlist until you're twenty-one. Right. Um, if and we're gonna do that, let's and make let it me across and let board. me just say this: What the hell did the NRA have to do with any of this?
1: Uh, people just. I think a lot of like.
0: Okay, but right seriously, the NRA didn't do anything. And all of a sudden, businesses won't do business with them. Banks are shutting down their accounts. Why? What the, what the hell did they have to do with any of this? Because they're standing up for the rights of the majority, not the exclusion. And, and this is where I get really, really frustrated with this, is because this was a horrific act. This is awful. And my heart absolutely bleeds for the family of the victims. But we're we're turning the focus to something that it shouldn't be. This is be not a gun issue. Health. This we is be a be mental focusing, health yes, issue. We need to
1: be focusing, like we've said in every single podcast we've ever done, make mental health affordable, make insurance so that you can afford to receive care, and and make be people- back your therapists. Yeah, because that's the issue. We there is a huge crisis of not enough. I mean, just in our town. Oh my gosh, there's a yeah. waiting list for waiting six lists. months. You won't see a therapist for six to eight months Yeah, in this town. You won't. Because there's not enough. There's Everybody is full. Yeah. Okay, so if that's the problem, if somebody like this needs to be in, eight months is a long time.
0: It's not just mental health, though. The cops knew that this kid was going to do it. They knew. They did not. And it wasn't just one agency. It was multiple agencies. This kid got through every single detection and 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 line of defense that there possibly was and it wasn't his fault that he did it he had been talking about it for years years Years. and when people talk about things it's a cry for help in my opinion in this thing again i don't want to take away from what happened because it is horrific it's like we've said a million
1: times like just because we have opinion on things it doesn't mean the act is not horrific absolutely but we've also been preaching the why
0: well in this one like i don't know it's the gun right thing that is like i what does that have to do with anything everybody always attacks guns and 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 here's my deal with 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 that is you could be listening to this and being like you know the opposite end of that that's fine that's cool I don't judge people who are transgender. I don't judge people based on their religion. I don't judge people on as long as it doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm not walking around winging my guns everywhere. I'm not being irresponsible. But I'll tell you what, if somebody is standing in front of you with a gun to your head, I'm going to defend you. Yeah. Because of my constitutional right to have a gun. I know how to shoot. I know how to use You're very it. Well my trained. children, my children. Have a gun in their hands so that as soon as they can hold one and they know how to... No, because I... It's education. It isn't gun control. It's education that makes a difference. And if you raise kids with respect... You know, when I was in school, hunter safety was part of the actual oh, educational it, I curriculum. Took, I took it in middle school. And now it's not because everything is, oh my God, guns. Now, now guns are the leading cause. in. They're the, the leading, not the cause... They're used most in suicides. They are, it's, it. but is it the gun or is it the person? It's the person, it's not the gun. The gun doesn't get up by itself and start shooting people. It's the person behind it. Yeah. But, so I, that's unfortunate to me. And I'm really, you know, I support the NRA. I, I I like that they're out there fighting for our rights as gun owners and, and all of that. And I, it, I am baffled, not baffled, it's frustrating and it takes me back that people, companies stopped working with them, canceled their accounts and lashed out at the NRA because of something that didn't have anything to do with them, nothing. They're not responsible. Our car is responsible for DUIs. No, I mean, we don't look at it like that. It's the same thing, in my opinion, the way that I look at it. I think, too, like,
1: when you're, like, he, Cruz is an exception because he was 19, but, like, all of the teenagers that go in and commit school shootings, that's, I mean, your guns are locked up, my guns are locked up, your child can't just walk in, they don't have access to get into it. Right. So my children
0: wouldn't, though, because let me tell you, if my children ever went and touched a gun without my permission or without me being there, there would be significant consequences, and there wouldn't be any fear so, of D.F.S. or CPS so. Why is like
1: we, you know, these ha- these things happen and say they're seventeen, and there's been plenty of seventeen-year-old kids that take mom and dad's gun and go in and shoot the school. That's. That's, I mean, that's yeah. lack of, like, that's not being a responsible gun owner. Right.
0: I.E., a responsible parent. So. I mean, that's, that falls on the parents. That doesn't, I mean, you have an obligation if you're going to have guns in your house. I mean, as, like you said, a responsible gun owner, you're responsible for. Securing weapons. Secure, well, or educate people who are around them. Or both. Yeah, it's education not control. In my opinion because honestly, I mean and I say this in my field, I say this with my program and I mean it works. The the the, the more control that you implement on someone, the less control you're going to have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's education. Yeah. But there's more that comes from this. More that they that they get changed. Florida soon Will no longer require unanimous jury recommendations for judges to impose a death penalty. What? Under a legislative bill, they they push so hard and they push their legislators who work for us. They ha they they are the voice of, of the voters, right? They approved a redaction to the life sentence. Okay, not a redaction. They can't do that. Because of this case, they went before legislation and changed the bill or changed the law saying we no longer have to do what the jury says the judge can have the last say so if the ju- if the jury says the jury of his peers which is a constitutional right that we all have if the jury says no we're not going to give this this kid and he's not a kid he's 19 um a life sentence the judge can go mm, no, there's a lot of pressure from the press and the public, so I'm going to give them the death penalty. Now the judge can do that. Wow. Yeah. It will allow a death penalty with jury recommendations of at least eight to four in favor of execution. So it no longer has to be unanimous. Just eight people have to agree to that.
1: I mean that defeats the entire purpose of a jury?
0: It, Yeah, it does. What's the point of having a jury? Right. Yep. So, that's I mean, only 3 states out of 27 that impose the death penalty do not require a unanimous vote from jury. Um Alabama allows a 10-2 decision and Missouri and Indiana let a judge decide when there's a divided jury, but you're exactly right. Like then what's the point? Yeah, don't have a jury then. Right. Have it as a judge as judging judge hearing. Yep. But the focus always, not always, yeah, it does seem like it always does. The the conversation always turns to guns instead of, and this, this more so, number one, it was mental health. He saw school counselors, psychiatrists, SROs, law enforcement, there were tons of different agencies that were involved in this, Every single dropped agency dropped the ball. Every single one.
1: Would have just taken one person from any of those agencies to be like,
0: fight for this. But you know who trumps all of this? Is that psychiatrist. Is a psychiatrist who says, because I mean, we, we, and we've talked about this before. Law enforcement, mental health, counselors, school resource officers I mean, whoever can recommend that he goes to see a psychiatrist Praying to God that the psychiatrist does his job and does it thoroughly. And that psychiatrist didn't. And I wonder why he hasn't been held accountable. You clearly did not do your job effectively. Right. Because we're trained to see through the bullshit. To see through the manipulation and to see through, you know, everything that clients, manipulative clients come in. Because honestly, I mean, when you go into like self-reporting issues in a in a therapist's office they can lie but we're trained to see through that why wasn't a behavioral um assessment done why wasn't a psyche valve done why was it why wasn't that done this kid had been in trouble and kicked out of school and transferred from schools and nobody could handle him since he was in preschool right and nobody 19 years of (laughs) We have 19 years of history before this happened. He said online, he said on YouTube, he said on Snapchat, he said on all of his social media platforms, he said that he was going to do this. Yeah. He told, he said that he was going to do it. He wasn't trying to catch anybody off guard here by doing it. Right. So so we're stunned that that he did, and we're going to say that it's a gun's fault. Sounds, no.
1: Sounds reasonable
0: to me. It's the That's system's fault. I was joking. It's that the system's joke. fault. Every agency failed him. It's but, a very broken system in this here. But as a responsible gun owner, my rights are now going to be infringed upon because the system dropped the ball.
1: Tracy's riled this morning.
0: Well, gun rights are something that, I mean, it's I... It's a touchy subject, <laughs> and it's one of those that, like, the problem is never gonna be resolved as long as our focus is not where our focus needs to be. You can put band-aids on, on the manifestation all day long, but it's not the problem.
1: Yeah, and like I said, to me, you take away gun rights in America, that's not gonna get rid of the gun problem. That's just like, okay, drug, some drugs used to be legal. Oh my gosh! They
0: used to use cocaine for
1: so so much. Then we made it illegal. Are people not doing cocaine anymore? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sorry. That's the thing. When you have things like like gangs and things like that, I mean, it's gonna be here. Criminal. If criminals want guns, criminals are gonna have guns. Absolutely. If criminals want bombs. They're gonna have bombs. Well, if criminals want to have. Uh, taking it from everybody else doesn't resolve the issue because if people want it you're going to get it
0: right and the people who are going to be the responsible gun owners are the people who are going into the store filling out the you know the appropriate doing the right things doing the background checks blah 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 taking blah their classes but to be i also run- i also have a problem with with the mental health thing like how are they going to know that somebody has a mental health diagnosis because that is a huge red flag it's a HIPAA to a violation to me. Okay, but how are they going how are they going to enforce that law? And y'all should be extremely concerned about that. Yeah, every that to me seems like less people are going to the people that
1: really need help aren't going to go get help because they're going to be scared of the repercussions.
0: Absolutely. Or or just the violation of it being out there for people to to know. I you know, these laws sound like a good idea without the, the forward thinking of how are they going to do that? Right. Think about how they're going to get that information. In order for them to determine them being the person at your tractor supply company standing behind the counter who doesn't understand HR 42, HRC 42 or HIPAA laws, who is now going to have access to the database for your doctors your psychiatrist, your therapist, your dental, your everything, because that's the only way that they're gonna be able to track that. The only way that they're gonna be able to track that is if they require medical providers to put the information into a database. Right. And then who get, and then who's gonna decide, how are they going to do that? And so everybody who's getting behind this law that says, okay, if you have a significant mental health, and then how are we going to determine what a significant mental health diagnosis is?
1: Right.
0: How, how, who, and who? Who gets to determine that? The same people who said that he wasn't a, th- a threat? Right. Or is it going to be the government who knows absolutely fucking nothing about mental health? Who's going to determine what mental health diagnoses are at high risk for mass shootings? Because you cannot determine that. It's social responsibility and people being involved and people doing what they should do, i.e. calling and reporting it. Props to all those people who did that. You did exactly what you should do. Anytime you hear somebody say, the system did not. The people who we pay, the same people who you're trusting to write these laws and look out for your best interest, are the same people who did not do what they were supposed to do in this case. So digest that for a minute.
1: You came in heavy this morning.
0: I did come in heavy this morning. It's it We didn't even say who we were. Oh shoot. I'm Samantha. I'm Tracy. <laughs> I feel like if you're this far into this, you know who's who. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. It's a big deal though to me. It's a really big deal and I think that I think that we're on a slippery slope because we let emotions get again. And I get it. I get it. We've said this
1: from like how people would react to sentencing if it's your loved ones. You know? But when you're in pain, you need to look for a reason for why things happen.
0: It's not just these people, it's the entire community. It's
1: not... I'm not going to get into politics. <laughs>
0: 17 people don't make i mean it was an outcry the entire community was was riled up about this and they should have been yes they absolutely should have been and the way that the government responded to it was holy crap we don't see that kind of response ever which is why i wanted to bring this case is because i mean the the aftermath of it was impressive what those people got done but but when we come from a place of emotion and like you said, somebody has to be to blame without the forward thought of how they're going to do this. Right. And and it should be concerning. There should be a lot of ongoing red flags here from law enforcement, the FBI, the gun well, people.
1: And I feel as though like if we have the power to get that much change done in such a short amount of time, great. But the people that are making these laws and putting these things should be more educated. Yes. So that we could actually do things. If you have that power to get that much done, fantastic. Except you should know what the consequences of these things are.
0: How they're going it. to do it. Absolutely. So, anyway. Well, thanks for sitting through that one with us. Uh, that was, yeah, I you. mean, it's that interesting. Me up. Yeah, that, it's interesting how, I mean, this is, it's a go- it's a great lesson though for for all of us to know that you know you can implement change just please educate yourself on the kind of change that you're trying to implement and the other people in other areas that that will be affected by those laws and that's the thing is is you know when laws change okay if it's state laws but for federal laws to change that's where i have a problem with it mm-hmm. because wyoming for example very very different than florida right. very very different from california what we have here is not what they have there their problems are not our problems our problems are not their problems and so to take a big paintbrush and say clear across the board this is what the law is going to be in relation to guns no and here's the other thing there's like
1: there's different demographics there's different economic statuses there's different resources in every single state so i agree with that if state and usually then
0: you can get a more accurate representation of what your citizens want right but federal i agree with that. and what the problems are because we don't have the same problems that they have there mm-hmm. and other places don't either and people who are really concerned about their own safety i don't know that's a whole nother topic i guess Thanks for joining us. Thanks for bringing us today. Absolutely. Bye. Stay safe.